Hey. Hey. You can say it. I can say it. I know ev- everybody's thinking it. You and I, we've been eating right. We're looking good. We're looking good. I am a hot boy, and so is this guy right here. If you're an audio listener, picture the Gus and Eddie you know and love, but just turn the hotness up just a smidge, and then you got us right now. That's all I'm saying. Do that. I, you know what? I think it's fair enough to say that you should go one step further radio DJ mode and turn up that dial and rip it off, perhaps. I, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we've made that kind of progress. So you're trying to... You're trying to open the LaCroix? Yeah, I forgot how. It's been a year. So you No, you did it last week on camera. Sven opened it. I was crying in the bathroom. It's not. We all saw it last week. What happened? I figured it out again. <laughs> you got it. Um, if you're an audio listener, also, um, fuck you, of course. We're back. We're back in the set, which means my hate is back. Because we're not technically audio listeners anymore Mm-mm. because we can see each other in person again. Mm-mm. And we had a pass. We have a pass from the government to be able to do that. So yeah. Okay. What, what happened is Gus and I both um, approved by good old Mark Zucky. Mm-hmm. We had fisheye lenses, but like really fisheye lenses installed everywhere in our apartment. Um, so we could be surveilled, and we were actually seeing each other through those feeds the whole time. Unfortunately for me, Gus wore really big and loose shorts, and the fisheye was under his desk facing up. So it was just ball city, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tony got about, you know, halfway through editing the podcast, and after about a tight six hours, he was still unable to blur all the ball parts, so we just cut it. And we it, just was, got- <laughs> it was a bummer. We decided uh, every episode you saw during quarantine was us dubbing over, or not dubbing over, because that would be, we're, we're mm-hmm. lip syncing the podcast. Um, because the ball cut was just too gruesome. And we bad. did it every week. We didn't stop, which is probably our bad. That's okay. It was really bad for Tony, too, because every you know couple of minutes, I'd fuck the tape up by just forgetting what we said. And we agreed. We said we can only do these as oneers. We can't have any cuts. You uh-huh. know, Even though the camera cuts many times in an episode, we have to pull out all the way through like we're Daniel Day-Lewis or something. Exactly. I'll also say... Um, that I started talking and I forgot what I remember it now. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've had this experience. I think we've talked about it before, but I'm really experiencing it now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I'll get a tweet and someone will be like, Eddie, I totally agree with what you were saying on the podcast about, and they'll say like cherries. And I'm like, <laughs> when did I ever <laughs> say something like that? And I don't ask them. Because it's embarrassing. I guess I'm saying it to everyone now. Yeah. But I'm like, I couldn't even think of an opinion on this thing. Oh, man. And so I don't know what the fuck I was spewing, man. I feel bad, but I was like, yeah, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember a single thing we say on this podcast, except for the big bits. If if you're like a really uh, intense podcast listener, you know way more of our conversations than we do. Oh, my God. Because we record and I just... It leaves unless it's like a real good bit. I leave my work at work and my home at home is what exactly. we're saying. Exactly. And that's what that was our problem before. Yes. And we still fucked it up. <laughs> because <laughs> for me, the work and home are st- this is still the living room for me. So That's true. <laughs> so I'll try and figure out I what I'm I'm thinking is maybe um, anytime I see Chrissy trying to eat at the table, I'll smack it out of her hand and I'll go, yeah. This this is work now. That's a good idea. This is the workspace. That's a good idea. Then I'll apologize and I'll start sweeping it up. And I'll say, I'll order you a new one. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Still finish this, though. Still finish this, though. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I even I, I stomped on you a little bit as you were saying it to start the podcast, though. But 
Eddie and I do be looking good right now. Listen, we we're looking great, and I, I bumped it up to great. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I um yeah I, I think my we talked about this last week, but my way in during the summer, so July, not mm-hmm. when I started uh, eating a little healthier a little bit ago. I was 208 in July. Mm-hmm. I am 191 flat Bang, right now. Bang, baby. That's a good 17-pounder. <laughs> That's a good shit, dude. I am usually fluctuating. Uh, first of all, I haven't been under 200 pounds since probably a, a, within a month of getting to college ever. Like, as soon as I got there, triple meals a day, Didn't soft serve and shit. Didn't you once when, during a... Uh, I did in senior year. For a few months. While we were, yeah, I remember there was, Boom. it was, uh, it was after our, our, uh, health talk. That was that it, yeah. I it got... was when you gave up your love of the Topper's pizza. Boom. Oh, dude, I was so sad. I had those coupons. I had to keep using them, dude. But, uh, yeah, dude, I haven't been, it, it's now been at least like three years since I've been sub 200 pounds. And I'm usually around at the lowest 208, but generally around 215 to 220. I'm 196, baby. There you go. And I was saying before, I don't know how that happened. I did not earn it. I did not do any changing of any of my lifestyle. It just the pounds shed away. It kind of. I remember I was like, "Yo, dude, I've been I've been uh, uh, fixing my eating. I weighed myself, and weren't you like, I'll weigh myself? Oh my god! Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Because we we literally just got a scale, and I was like, oh, I better jump on that bad boy. And I was like, I think this is broken. I jumped on the next day. I was even lighter, and I was like, okay, there you go. Okay, one of those. And uh, you know, sometimes when we talk about stuff, people will ask me. Uh, my whole thing is not. I'm not. I don't read a book on intermittent fasting. It's just what I was told. What it was. I eat sometimes a light breakfast and then I don't eat till dinner or sometimes I'm not feeling breakfast because that's how my body is. And that's it just seems to work. It started when I was working the concessions job. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned this before. I was so grossed out by eating the same food every summer that was just this greasy fast food yeah, from dude. concessions. You can't have you can't have mozzarella sticks at 10 a.m. for three summers in a row. <laughs> no, dude, that <laughs> that's like when Kanye was making beats every day. <laughs> I was eating mozzarella sticks every day for three summers. I put in the work. <laughs> so yeah, I was I just was like so grossed out by eating there, and I. Uh, you don't really want a big breakfast before you work mm. a, a shift in a 95-degree kitchen. So then I would just uh, leave and then eat after, but I'd get out late. And then yeah. I was like, huh, I seem to lose weight when that's happening. Yeah, exactly, dude. Oh, man, my, my last food service job, well, I guess second to last, was the same thing where it was literally deep-fried cheese curds were our specialty. Half the time I was doing that, that is just like fucking glue in your system. You cannot do dude, that shit, dude. Can't. Also, I'm gonna re- I realized I'm going to turn the AC back on now that the windows Ooh. are closed. We don't want to get too toasty in here. A couple of cool boys. A couple of cool boys. All right, boys. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to pre- preface this as Eddie is off doing the old the uh, the AC. We got we've got we for, we lost our extension cord in the year hiatus of being in person here, so all the cords are pretty much horizontal with the ground <laughs> at their at their limit here right now. Eddie, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna. What do, you, what do you think? Do I step over? Or do I do a good old Cadet Kelly under? It? Pretend that you're Vin Diesel in the pacifier in that last part where he's going in the spy room and there's lasers and shit, so you okay. have to roll under Uh-oh. them. We're gonna go under. Oh, he's going under. I'll do the what's the pacifier theme song? Uh, <laughs> there's not a pacifier theme it's, song. Vin dude. sings it. It got cut. He goes, "Duh, we're the pacifier guys, and we're strong." Okay, he's the only pacifier, I believe. I think he is. Yeah, the Wait, kids are just accessories. So is he the pacifier? 
Are we supposed to assume that they're sucking on his bald head? <laughs> That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Vin, we lost the nookie again. All right, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think the new Fast and the Furious trailer came out, and by I think uh, I remember now that I did watch it, but I don't remember anything that happened in that thing. Man, I don't know. I still have not seen a single Fast and Furious movie. You should all. watch it just for fun. Just do just it. For the memes. I, just for the culture, man. I know. I should miss. I can't miss out on it, dude. Uh, you know what I did do this week, though, is I finally I'm catching up on one little piece of culture, and what it is. Doing? Now I'm easing my way into it. I don't want to be the guy that's trying to be cool by saying they don't like stuff, but I've told you before I've not really I'm not a fan of really any kind of sitcoms with big laugh tracks and stuff. But uh-huh. Sabrina has it's been her turn to choose more stuff, and I have now watched maybe a. A collective season and a half to two seasons of How I Met Your Mother. I ha- watched all that show when I was a teenager. Sure. And and I've found a lot of enjoyment in it. Like, really. And I've also come to the conclusion that Ted has got to be I the a- worst fucking main character in any show ever. I Ugh. actually have a video on it that I'm I'm not sure when it's coming out. Also, yeah, a little, a little, Doug, little, a little spitty boy, boy yeah, in this. a little spitty boy. But... Um, yeah, no, actually, I have um, a video oh that has God. just been sitting in my notes app for a while because it means I have to watch a lot of The Office and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I will keep it brief. Ted Mosby, Mosby is probably one of the worst people on TV that is un- – he's probably the worst that's supposed to be unintentionally bad. Yeah. He, he's such an – like, it – I don't know how nobody recognized it when the show was coming out because yeah. I feel like it's pretty easy for everyone now to go – God, Ted yeah. fucking sucks, dude. So bad, dude. So does Barney, dude. Oh my God, yeah. Uh. But and even Barney has like interesting shit too. And we don't have to talk about this at length if you got a video about. It, but like, right. even Barney is like he's at least performative and he's distracting and he's too much. But he's mm-hmm. a distinct character. Ted is so in the middle. He's supposed to be the everyman. He fucking sucks so bad. He sucks so hard. I would fucking choke the shit out of Ted Mosby <laughs> if I got the chance. <laughs> He, if, if, not the actor. Yeah. But if uh, he came up to me and was, hey, I'm Ted Mosby, instantly. I'm, he's Bart Simpson, I'm Homer. <laughs> His eyes are popping out. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, there have been multiple times where I've, I've turned to Sabrina mid-episode and been like, Ted is single-handedly, ru- like, this, it's distracting how just stupid he is. Yeah. And also, it's like the morals and shit that they learn every time with him. It's like... Dude, everyone has to work around Ted's idiocy. I don't so understand it. He is so stupid and so selfish. He is yeah. worse. He is so beyond selfish in that show. He, I, I, this is why I don't want to talk specifics for it uh-huh. exactly, but there is shit where Ted in like, in his brain is like, well, this is for love. So he'll just completely fuck over somebody else. Yep. Completely. And me as a teenager, I was just like. This is what love's supposed to be. Yeah, dude. Fuck, fuck fucking Ted, dude. more than anything, dude. Dude, I just find myself. I turn on the show now, and I'm like, I just kind of watch Marshall just go do a bunch of stuff. Like that's yep. that's all I want to <laughs> do, you know? Like that whole storyline shit. Minnesota boy, that's funny. I love that. Yeah, but. yeah. That bit's what well, Marshall's uh, from. I actually, I don't want to speak for any of the characters in the show because I just don't remember mm-hmm. things they've done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the research I got to do, which means Good. actually. Before, I was like, I man, I don't want to go back, back and watch a bunch of How I Met Your Mother, but now we can discuss, so there now I should go back and watch I'll it. I'll go into the Valley of Death with you there. Thank you. I Absolutely. It. <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, – well, one thing, uh, we uh, I don't know if you were planning on mentioning. I'll just go ahead and do it. So I forgot to charge the camera batteries today. Oh. <laughs> Gus was so cool about it, but it is – what time is it now? It's like 4.15, something like Probably that? something like that. 
Gus came here, what was it, like 12 on the dot? Something like that. We chatted for a bit. We were just talking about how great it is to be back, to hang out in person. And then as we were setting up, I, I realized I did not charge either of the cameras. It's the routine it's that the we routine. haven't done in a while. So uh, we took a just a brief three-hour break. <laughs> <laughs> and whose fault is that? Who's to say? Ted. Ted Mosby. Fucking it's Ted, Ted Mosby's fault. It is Ted's fault. You know what I said? It was so easy for me in this situation to not give a shit about it because I don't technically have anything except hanging out with Discord boys later. And I was like, I know that I've already fucked stuff up, and probably in the next one to four months, I will also do that. So I'll just go, no worries. There yeah. <laughs> That's, I, uh, especially with getting back to the routine stuff, it's weird because it's like, there's some muscle memory to it. I feel like we have set up the set for people who are newer and haven't seen. By the way, I, yeah, I saw a comment. Someone was like, it's pretty weird and interesting for me. I started listening during the pandemic. Oh, and yeah. There's a good deal of people that did that. So they're seeing on set for the first time. Hi. New and improved. So if you don't know, this is in what was our apartment, but is now my apartment, my living room. And we just set up the set and collapse it every week. And honestly, I feel like... You feel like we're setting up faster than we used to? I think we're getting good, dude. We're pretty this much This is week 2. Why are we faster than we were before? Dude, because we let it we let it ruminate within us and we thought about it every uh-huh. week. So now we're like a pit stop crew setting it up. That's <laughs> it. All I needed, I was standing there, we were we were slower at setting this thing up before, and I said, "You know, I think I need a year to think on this." <laughs> and I could really shave off some time here. <sighs> PR, baby. I think mainly it was since it was both of our living room it was much easier to procrastinate and mm-hmm. talk and set it up passively, where now you're showing up to do this, mm-hmm. so it's much easier to do. And I'm know? like, get me out of here. Exactly. So it's just like in and out, you know? In and out. Um, and that's what, dude, I, I can't believe even just the relief of like the small hangout stuff we've oh been God, able to dude. do. And especially, I loved getting to surprise these fucking idiot boys <laughs> with Sven especially, too. <laughs> It's just, uh, it was so nice to have Sven here, and oh, I- I'm yeah, glad man. that's, we were talking about this before, I feel like, uh, for me, I was getting really anxious of, I want everything to go back to normal, mm-hmm. not like I was going like, we gotta just do it, I wasn't that guy, <laughs> I was just like, getting obsessed with the news of yes. like, when it, when are we gonna be able to go to concerts and do those things, and then I took a breather, and I'm like, I can see friends, I am, uh, I almost said something that was going to be a surprise, not for a content thing, but for uh, a different thing, so I can't say that. <clears throat> but it's like, I'm, I'm good with that right now. Chilling with the boys is what we do best. That's all I need. And I, just, I bit my tongue while I was saying that, but that's okay. That's okay. You want to see this sli- sick segue right here? Yes. You know who else got bit this week, Eddie? I've been waiting to know! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, I got bit by a stray dog. Uh, so I we saved this story for the podcast. Yeah. All I knew is that Gus got bit by a dog. So let's, let's set the scene. What happened? So Sabrina and I are already a little late. We're on our way to our second dose of the old vaccine. You know, mm-hmm. and we are. It's we're in L.A. proper, and it's busy street. And I we see this dog, and it's like it. It, it is a smaller, like, white dog, and it had a darker harness on, and it's running into traffic. Like, full oh, so it's not a stray. It's, like, a loose dog, right? So, yeah. Well, and I'll tell you. You'll okay, see sorry. a little bit more. Getting so, ahead yes. of myself. <laughs> Let me just. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, this fucking dog is, and it is fully, like, oh, my God. Like, usually I wouldn't get involved in stuff, but if it's an animal, and especially, like, it looks like somebody's dog because there's a harness on it, and this thing is, like, a second away from getting hit by cars. Like, full-on things swerving and beeping and shit. 
So it's me and Sabrina and our little dog, Eva, in the car. So I was like, so we go, oh, shit, pull over, pull over. So I quick pull over by a spot, and I grab one of the little rawhide treats from Eva out of the bag, and I run out after this thing, which might be counterintuitive. I don't know. I'm just like, maybe, maybe I can do something. So I get out, and I'm just sort of like running up and down the block, and it's always sort of ahead of me. And then the dog goes into this small business, and I go inside of there, and the dog is like curled in a corner, and he's just, you know, he seems like out of breath, and he's just panting up, and he's like looking at me and stuff. And there's like three. Wait, what kind of small business is it? You don't have to say the place. I actually don't know. It seemed like, like it just seemed like a lobby for anything. You know, okay. a couple chairs, a desk, very generic. And I walk in there, and there's just some, there's some people in there, like three or four people. And they're like, and I was like, hey, oh, the dog's in there? And they're like, yeah, is this your dog? And I said, no, no, I was just, I saw it running, chasing after. And they said, okay, can you get it out of here? And I was like, this is the guy. Now, <laughs> like, now you're the dog, get the dog guy? Well, I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. I'm this guy. <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't know. So I, again, foolishly, I didn't even think about any consequence. I, I, I just sort of slowly approached the dog, and I didn't try to grab it or anything. But I just like I, I put down a treat next to it and I was just sort of by it and I was I was a little bit close though, even though I wasn't going for uh-huh. a grab. And once I got closer, I already could see this dog looked like Poppins from It's Always Sunny. Uh-huh. Like just gnarly, shitty, matted hair and stuff, even though it had a harness on, but it looked like an old so I was like, is this a stray dog or whatever? And this little thing just just goes Ooh. up and it was just and it bit me on my hand here very small i got a frozen band-aid that covers the whole thing so frozen or frozen two very important oh frozen two frozen two <laughs> i have frozen two band-aid on it but it it fully bit and instantly like it just hit something it was very deep and it just bled all the way down Ooh. so instantly i was putting everything together i was like i know nothing about like is fucking rabies a thing i need to worry about like tetanus shot like i just uh-huh. i'm completely ignorant so i was starting from a baseline of oh you i got bit by a potential stray dog so I couldn't have played this off less tactfully. I was just in this business in this lobby, and the second I got bit after chasing stuff, I full I just went ah fuck yeah, what the fuck am I doing here? I gotta fuck out of here. <laughs> out loud? Yeah, out loud. <laughs> Because I was exhausted and my mind was going a mile a minute here, dude. And I, was, I, I, I gotta get the fuck. It was like it was like self-realization. Like, what am I doing? Get the fuck out of here. Get a fucking COVID shot. I'm getting my life back. I'm chasing this fucking poppins down the street, dude. So what? You just walked out with a bloody hand? Yep. I just walked out with a bloody hand and I instantly... So from their perspective, a yeah. dog comes in. <laughs> you go, hey, I am not the dog owner, but I'm going to get that dog. Yeah. And then they just muffle their... Oh, fuck. I'm going to get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here dude. And you walk out with this bloody hand. So I walk out, and I was just instantly, like, I was kind of panicking. because yeah, I was like, I don't know anything I like know that. nothing I don't know about that. So I'm like, oh, my God. And it was really bleeding a lot. So I go back to the car, and I and I, I was, like, wringing it out, and I quick hit it with, like, some sanitizer spray or something. Because I was like, I don't know. And I was like, you got to take me to an urgent care right now. So we went to an, an initial urgent care. And I got roomed and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And the doctor was super vague and quick. You know, it's really hit or miss in urgent cares, period. But especially in L.A., we've had a shitload of experience with urgent cares in the last few years. It's so fucking hit or miss. And the doctor just came in and was just like, yeah, I don't know. There's, maybe, you know, maybe threats of, like, infections. Like, we're going to give you a shot right now of antibiotics and give you a prescription for antibiotics. And I was like, I'm going to get my COVID shot right now. Like, can I take both? He's like, I don't know. So I said, I'll refuse the shot. Give me the prescription for the pills, uh-huh. just in case, you know? So did you not get tested for anything like that? So I didn't get tested Are for that. Are you going to get a future test for something like that? So, and I'll tell you, okay, actually. I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> so, okay, again. Okay, because these were the exact things I was thinking. I was like, guys, 
do I need to get a rabies test right now? I was right, like, because you hear those horrible rabies stories where yeah. they're like, they didn't know and then they just fucking died. Exactly. You know? I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So I, so I was like, okay, so I get the prescription and we're driving over there and I'm trying to do fucking research on the thing. And then it says like, oh, apparently you can take this general antibiotic strain with uh, like the COVID shot. There's zero interaction right. stuff. So I was like, okay, I have that knowledge in my head. We went to the pharmacy, I got the shot, we're on the way home and I'm just like, and I have the prescription pills and I was like, I don't, what do I do? I'm still panicking and shit. Right. So I, I've never used the nurse, like call nurse line for my insurance yet. We can just call in and talk to an actual I didn't nurse. I know that was a thing. Most people's insurance have it. If you have health insurance, there's a nurse line. You can call right in, talk to someone, especially in COVID, then you don't have to go right in. So I call it and my, my, I'm still on my parents' insurance for a few months and it's based in the Midwest. And this sweet woman picks up, middle-aged woman, Midwest, like a Fargo grandma, you know? And I'm asking, I was like, I was bit by a stray dog. I live in Los Angeles. I was like, what do I need to do? And she goes, all right, let's pull up the CDC website. And Uh. she's reading off of it. And the thing is, all the stuff she was saying was true, but this is the first information I'm getting from rabies shit. And she goes, rabies, uh, she goes, well, there's no known, uh, symptoms will not occur until it is too late to treat. Yeah, that's the only thing I knew about rabies, yeah. but don't say that to somebody. Yeah, she goes, it's not, and she goes, literally, she's saying this stuff to me as I'm in the car, and she goes, uh, it has a 99.9% mortality rate, and uh, she goes, oh, ooh. Like, her tone as she's going on, it's like she's discovering she's this shit. She's giving the facts. She's oh, reading Which them. is, yeah, I mean... I don't know how those line, phone lines are supposed to work, but I think you maybe scroll to what you're supposed to do, not, like, what could go wrong. Yeah, so she's reading, and, like, her tone is changing, like, because she started off all cheery, and, like, when I was telling her the situation, she's like, oh, my husband and I run a dog shelter, so that's so sweet. And she's telling me, like, big mortality rate, no symptoms, it'll, it'll affect your nerves, it'll spread to your brain, uh, and it'll cause nerve damage, and you'll die. And, and I was just like, oh. I mean, at this point, full-blown panic attack. You know, mm. I was like, "What? okay, bye. Sorry, I hit the table really hard. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was completely freaking out with Sabrina. I was like, what the fuck? So I go to another urgent care, and I have to wait like two or three hours to get in. And I go in there, and I tell the doctor and stuff. And I had already taken the first dose of antibiotics at that point. I tell the doctor everything. And this guy, he goes, oh, <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. He goes, there's no rabies in Los Angeles. And Great. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, it is so... Th- He's like, there's no... I was like, I'm sorry. You have to tell me. Do I have any worry about rabies? He goes, I mean, a potential bacterial infection, perhaps, finish the seven-day dose of... He goes, there's not rabies here. You Every- tell me, no rabies in L.A.? No rabies in L.A. You want to go... Get- I have to hear more. Well, because... Well, first of all, I looked it up on Google, and every year, one... Two, as in T.O., three people get infected with rabies every year. Wait. Three people. Sorry, in what? Just L.A.? In the U- fucking U.S. No. Yeah. Like, apparently, every single dog that has to go through this system, if it's a stray that's picked up, instant inoculation for rabies. And and then also... Three people? Yeah. Like I mean, I, I guess I've never heard of anybody getting rabies. Yeah. But how? you'd think I wouldn't know about rabies if it was three people a year. In U.S. each year. I'm Googling how many people get rabies in the U.S. each year. Extremely rare. Very rare, very rare for every single, like, age group. That what was... about, like, like 
don't people sometimes get like bit by a bat or something like that? Well, and apparently there's more problematic states. Like Texas is more of a hotspot and because stuff, of the bats. Because of the bats in Texas and shit. Yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, this it, it, already the top result: extremely rare, fewer than a thousand cases per year and stuff. There's fewer like, than a thousand per year is much different than three per year. That's what true. Are we, what are we seeing for the numbers? I don't then? remember, but whatever combination of shit I Google initially, it said there's typically one to three cases in wow. humans every year. And and then really when I put all the pieces together of like somebody at some point had to put a fucking harness on this dog. This is somebody's dog at some point, right. you know? It had if it was a stray. Yeah, if there's a harness on it, it probably got a shot for yeah, something. Even if it was a stray at some point. It's like that they give those for free to people. Like yeah. this, those shots for your dogs and shit. So I put all that stuff together and the doctor was so confident, he's like don't he goes i've had people ask do not it's not you don't even have to think about well, it did you google is there no rabies in la though that's what i'm curious that's such a confident phrase where i'm like what what about la is it just that it's they have no cases right now and so that makes sense i mean i that- think so how many cases of rabies in los angeles so first of all the public health the top result says in los angeles county the only known animals to routinely carry rabies are bats, probably because all the pets are super, there you go. so I had the bats stuff. thing up there. I did have the bats thing. And as far as I could tell, it was not a bat. It was just a regular dog. Regular so. old dog. Well, he did fly he, he, a couple was. blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he was using sonar to see, but I think some dog breeds just do that. They do that. It's, yeah. just, it's a sonar that's what I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I heard that's what poodles do. They do that. They just go, it sounds like an old ping thing. Now you literally got me Googling this shit again. So I don't want to freak you out. I'm just curious about these stats. I believe you. I just like... Uh, so the, I'm, the... Sorry to interrupt here. The literal last case in Los Angeles County that it says here on, again, publichealth.lacounty.gov was from 2004. Do you think you and I don't know a lot about rabies because it's this little of a risk? Yes. Do you think most people... We all have knowledge about rabies because it's fun to put in a cartoon or a TV show or yeah. something like that. It's it's to say it's like a get uh, a pass to make an animal like crazy. Yeah, it's just like oh, I always got fucking rabies or whatever. Damn. So and and the thing and the wound was very light, which would still put me at risk technically if it had rabies. But in in short, everything we did so much research and 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 it just said like yeah, you do not have to worry about like this being huh. an issue. So in short. I'm relieved now. I just, I hope that, you know, it's kind of sucked ass the last few days. I'm dealing with COVID shot and antibiotics. Uh, so that sucks. But yeah, I mean, I was fully like thinking, do I have like weeks to live? Do you, do you think the dog got a job at that small business? Do you think that's how that wrapped up? Yeah, but I'm sure after I left the people in there was like, Hey man, sorry about that guy coming and swearing and stuff. Do you want to <laughs> run like the printer or something? And then he bit everybody. Dude, I, I, yeah, I hope, I hope that dog's good. But also if I got bit by the dog, I would also go, I should probably prioritize the wound I have, yeah. you know, especially, yeah. I mean, uh, technically you did get it off the street then. Yeah, I did get off the street. So unless there's any cars driving through that small business, yeah. let's hope that doesn't happen. Could happen. Um, don't, well, don't say that. That sounds that sound like a threat. <laughs> I'm coming you, back. You never know. Hey, it's me, the fuck guy. <laughs> Heard you gave that dog a job. <laughs> See, now I know what's going to happen is I'm going to tell this story, and then I'm going to be fine, and then like a few nights from now, I'm going to be just chilling, and I'm going to go to the subreddit, and somebody's going to be like, 
Um, actually, Gus should kind of be more concerned about- And to that, I preemptively say, Shut the fuck up! I got enough on my plate! I don't care if I'm gonna die, at least I'm ignorant about it. There's nothing I can do, I already got bit. There you go. I mean, I guess it, this would, uh, just age- would be one of those clips. Oh, where, yeah. where they're like, Wow, Eddie's joking about the- about the rabies and sitting across from the guy who died from it. That's it. If I die <laughs> of rabies, oh man, we have. I don't want to get corona taked again. Isn't that? Wouldn't that be so fucking funny though? And I it would, would be. Funny. I will hold this opinion, which you're not going to. Uh, but if you died of rabies, I would be fine with this clip because the headline: Gus Johnson dies of rabies. Yeah, that's the best headline. You could have people be like, "What? All right, did you hear what happened to Gus?" Rabies? Who the fuck does that? If I die of rabies, you guys can clip this and you can make fun of it because I'm in on the joke now. But you have to make Eddie promise to uh, go through my laptop and release any old music projects I haven't finished. And you can tell. Sorry, really quick. I don't want to do that. It sounds like a lot of work. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm dead. So I just figured like honor my legacy. and Oh, yeah, no, but it sounds like too much work for me. So just even like one track, if you could just release it. It's just in my garage band folder. So I was trying to avoid going to the computer in the first place. Oh, yeah. So if you want me to like ask Sabrina to do it. She's probably actually Sabrina would have an easier time getting into your PC. Why do you want me to go into your shit and release that stuff? Because I already gave her all the sort of manual labor stuff to do after. She's got to so. dig the grave. She's got to dig the grave. <laughs> I'm not wasting money on those fuckers. There. <laughs> Sabrina just gets like you. You die, and the lawyer just gives her a shovel. <laughs> it's like this is it. This is what you got to do. Yeah, and then she's <laughs> she starts crying more, and he goes, "Hey." Gonna need that back by Tuesday. <laughs> Gus, Gus rented the shelf. It's it like was a planned rental. It, it's chained to the desk like a bank pen. <laughs> it's just a great shovel. He has to unlock it. It's like a giant padlock with an old like 1920s key that yeah. you have to use on it. Like 1407 hotel room key. But anyway, fuck that noise. And I'm just was like, it and ugh, I just I can I have some fucking peace, please. Like I cannot keep having these days of fucking spikes of like like i legitimately two days ago i thought i might die in a few weeks i would say you definitely get into more antics than i do i do and i don't want to be in any more antics i here's a suggestion what you see it you see a dog uh and you just go man i really hope somebody helps that thing and then you if you're not the somebody if i saw a dog about to get hit by a car i'd get out too i'm just kidding but next dog i see i'm kicking it preemptively (laughs) doesn't matter if it's out in traffic or somebody's just walking one by past me (laughs) it's in someone's yard and it's going there and kicking (laughs) tomorrow i see you i'm like gosh you're wearing steel-toed boots what the fuck dude yeah saw a dog (laughs) yeah it's part of the plan you you mentioned a um, hotel key for a moment what just fucked me up in my brain was there a time in our lives where there what it was a key for the hotel and not a key card. Oh man. Cuz I remember being impressed with how cool a key card is, but I don't know if that's cuz I was a dumb kid or if it was new t- I don't think it was new tech. Yeah. Well, I think you were a dumb kid, but I also think that since that's we've true. been alive, it's only been digital cards cuz I remember going to state volleyball with my parents when I was like 4 or 5. And it was one of my first hotel experiences that I remembered. And we stayed at a Days Inn. And I remember her letting me use the card there. And Key like, card. Whoa. Seems pretty advanced for yeah. our childhood, I feel like, to mm-hmm. be to be everywhere. You'd think we'd go to, like, one motel somewhere and we'd get the regular key. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I feel like it's been key, car- key Card City all day. I think it has. I put my library card in one of those when I was a kid. It did not work. I would assume that it wouldn't. And so you I were saying I was a dumb kid? <laughs> 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 I'm going to look up really quick. When was the ho- 
What would it be? The key card? When was the key card invented? Yeah, when was that thing invented? I do remember, I have stayed at at least one hotel where you have to use a physical key. And it was when I was on tour and I was staying in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, it was like I was out afterwards and I was drinking with some people and stuff. My buddies Jack and Ryan and stuff were there. And we went back to the uh, to the hotel. <clears throat> excuse me. And we had booked an Airbnb to stay there for the night, but it was a college house and it was attached to another property and the door didn't lock. And I was like, I'm just, I, when I'm done with the tour show, I was like, I want to go feel fucking safe. So, so we skied it out of there. I did the show. I was like, we're going to need to find a hotel afterwards. So we went to this, it was like some historic hotel. I'm sure somebody will know, but it was an old hotel in Milwaukee. And when I, when we went back to the hotel room, it was like three in the morning and we were checking in and I was very drunk, and this was like the Shining Hotel. Like I oh, went in there, man. and it was like not a single other person was in the hotel, and it was like big marble pillars and echoey halls and like fucking creepy paintings on the wall and shit. And I go in there, and there's like one guy behind the desk, and he looks like Hanson from Scary Movie Two. How the, would you like to watch this hotel when the <laughs> snow does. comes in? <laughs> he looks like the Let me use my good hand, child from Scary Movie. That <laughs> yeah. guy, and he's just behind there, and he's and he was just like, I mean, he was normal but i was drunk and every little bit was like eh, eh, eh. Uh-huh. and he gives us the key and we go upstairs and like the rooms are like a fucking bank door vault Whoa. and it looks like you know that shot in the haunted mansion ride where they have that like dual mirror with the candle floating in the middle of the hallway <laughs> i've only been on the orlando one so i'm not sure mm, rookie um anyways <laughs> uh but anyway it's like a creep like it just seems like a nightmare and it's and it's 3 30 in the morning and and i'm in a so vibes are off and i was just like sabrina you can hate me we can't stay here. I was like, please, we have to go someplace else. So we went somebody, someplace else for the night. But fuck that shit, dude. Yeah. Um, also, with that, mm-hmm. um, the key card, key card was invented in 1975, which I'm not surprised by because there were credit cards. Mm-hmm. But to, I, I'm surprised they got implemented everywhere in every hotel so fast. Wow. I mean, I don't know if they got in 75, but like, you'd think, yeah, you'd catch more places like that that yeah. were like, we just haven't updated yet. Maybe it's like a super safe system, and that's why. Probably is. Oh, because you can't pick the lock. Oh, what, yeah. Well, you gonna fucking print a card? Probably, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Candid. Let me tell you about Candid. Are you unhappy with your smile? You don't have to be. Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth, and now they love their smile. All righty? Your treatment is prescribed and it's closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who is an expert in tooth movement. You'll have the same quality of care that you get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own dang home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today, guys. Right now, you can save $75 on Candid's uh, starter kit. Go to CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie and use code Gus and Eddie. That's CandidCO dot com slash Gus and Eddie code Gus and Eddie take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit candidco.com slash Gus and Eddie code Gus and Eddie back to the old episode yeah. do you ever feel like when you're gonna check in to a hotel way after the check-in like there's this part of your brain that's like I wonder if I'm gonna get in trouble and you never would 
But I think that in my head sometimes. I'm you like, well, I wonder if I'm fucking with their day. Especially <laughs> if it's an Airbnb. I'm like, oh, no, what if they have things going on? Oh, no. But also if they're making money off me, so they, I don't care if they have things going on. Yeah, fuck them. So why do I think that? I don't know, because it's the Midwest nice in us. I think I, I'm always worried about doing something wrong in public, and I don't yeah. know why. I just don't want to be the asshole in public, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't mind if I have a fuck-up or whatever. I'm happy to play it off, but just I don't want to be even perceived as being a dick. So I just, I'm like, ah, oh, man. The most theater I will do in public is if you ever have when there's a very confusing line and you realize for maybe 30 good seconds it's looked like you've skipped the line, mm. and then you got to do the, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know? You got to back up. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to the back. Yeah. You know? Because if you just went like, oh, and walked away, then they might think, nah. They they knew they were yeah. an asshole and they left. They tried. I need people to know that I accidentally stepped in that line. Yes, I didn't, especially with the the six feet lines. Now that I'm I'm uh, going to grocery stores again, yeah. I, I haven't experienced a lot of this stuff. So I I stepped. It went in. It was at uh, at Ralph's and it went in past the kind of main walkway area into mm-hmm. one of the aisles. So I didn't see, and so I got back six feet. But I realized I had stepped in front of, uh, like, maybe five or six people. Immediately, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You got to do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm oh so my sorry. God. <laughs> what is that? What is that emotion that we're conveying? It's like, you know, <gasps> like, you know when cats have a hairball and they, <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God. Part of the inspiration is, like, um, Hollywood, uh, Marilyn Monroe type when the when the, uh, the wind goes up the skirt. Oh, 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 I'm so oh, sorry. my vagina is going to show <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried about my vagina <laughs> showing. <laughs> Can't be caught slipping. Uh, you know what? I, I had another little encounter this week. It was one thing I did not realize. So the you, table. No, not, not that. I was just, we just said, you said the vagina thing. And then you said <laughs> I had another little encounter this oh, yeah. week. Not vagina related. So uh, anyway, what, one thing I'm starting to realize now is now having not lived in an apartment for a few months now is solicitors. And oh, you can solicitors again, dude. A and lot. I, if I said you just put up that sticker, go ahead and punch me in the face because it's never worked. And I did. And it <laughs> doesn't work. doesn't work. Doesn't fucking work. I, I would put it up too. Yeah. But if I suggested that to you, like you wouldn't already do it, <laughs> you should punch me in the fucking face. Boom. What it says, no soliciting, and you're right here soliciting dude, right at my front door. How many it. have you gotten, dude? Probably since in the last few months, at least like seven or eight random. That's too sh- many for shit. And it's like there's other stuff, you know, like government stuff, and like that's fine, you know. But like fucking solicitors. The one that really pissed me off, and it was a few weeks ago, was some guy comes up and he was like a dude that's like in his thirties, you know, ponytail, and he comes up and he's he's just like, hello, you know. I don't even remember if he was trying to sell it. it. Was some kind of art? He's like, can you sign up for? Uh, this art thing and I was just like I was like I'm so sorry man because my first thing is default play I was like I'm sorry man no thank you We're, I was like I'm on a work call I gotta go he goes but could you just maybe consider just signing up and just making a single purchase I was like I Taking can't do it Taking a pamphlet is one thing signing up on the spot yeah. is not yeah and I was like I can't do it and he and he looks at me and I audio listeners fuck you but I, if you could see he looks at me I'm gonna look at the camera like this he goes like dude you can't help an artist Oh, and I immediately, I was like, I said, all right, dude, all right, get out of here. 
Like, fuck you, Come on, bitch. man. Fuck you, You're dude. You're at someone's front door. Like, you can't do that shit. Also, what do you think is going to happen? Like, this guy treated like he, he fucking walked all day, and I was the last stop on his block, the last hope, and he's just like, You're going to single-headed me, let me down. I was like, You didn't read the sign. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, yeah. I, have, I will always start... 10 out of 10 Midwest nice. Like, I'm so, yep. so sorry. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yep. Even even if they hit it, like, if they're still polite, I'll, I'll still go, like, I'm sorry. I just yeah. really, I got something to do. I can't do it. And, you know. It's like, fuck you, dude. I had a guy show up yesterday, and I say this to not, to not make fun of him, but for context, he looked like a homeless person. Uh-huh. Just was, you know, really, dirt. I mean, you know what a homeless person might look like. You know, he looked like a homeless guy, and he had a, a can of, like, old grubby spray paint in his hand. And he, he comes up and he goes, Is it the curb thing? Is this a thing? Yeah, I know. I just know that the curb thing is a thing. Sven said that too. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I just saw it around uh, the internet a little bit and I know I've just seen people do it. What is Because Sven said he's. It's like a decorative way to do your curb. It's like they, oh. they offer to. Like sometimes uh, it'll be like an American flag with the. It's just like a simple spray paint. Oh, is it like, really? Hustle thing. Oh, yeah. Because I was just like. But the way the guy said it, he's just like, hello. And he, he used the word mandated, which I was already like, all right. So he's like, hello, I'm here doing like mandated spray paint uh, for your curb. And also, if you have no knowledge of this. Dude, I bet that's how it works for them. Yeah, if you say the word mandated, you're like, oh, I have to put it on my curb. Yeah, and I was just like, and again, not trying to be a dick, but it's like this random guy walks up and he doesn't look official at all. He's got a grubby like angel's cap on and a leaking can of spray paint, no other tools. And he's like, hello. He's like, I'm doing mandated uh, curb numbers. It wasn't even like painting. He's like, just, yeah, that's, I need- what, that's what it is. It's yeah. Just really? like spray paint the curb number with maybe a little bit of like a background to it. Some people will offer, but yeah, that, that sounds more of a pretending to be someone from the government. Just yeah. Just yeah. That sounds like a guy heard about that hustle from a guy who heard about from a guy who hurt. And then like, yeah. this is the end result. And he's just like, so if you know nothing, he just walks on. He's like, yeah. And I, I'll spray paint uh, your house number on the curb. Uh, and it, there's a charge of course. So, um, you know, make like the fire department easier to find your place. And I was like, I've never heard of that ever. And he goes, oh, you can talk to the neighbor over here. I, I see him every year. He knows me and stuff. So like, this is just an official thing we come around and do. And the whole time I'm like, who is this fucking guy? And yeah. I was just like, no, thank you. He's like, really? You're going to want this. I was like, no, I've never heard of this before. Like, no. Like, I wonder if there are any towns or cities that actually require it. Cause I feel like I see them all the time. Yeah. And so is the only time I'm seeing them when people we're either either wanted it there or we're tricked into putting it there. I'm sure it's just pe- yeah. I'm it's wondering like fuck solicitors that just pressure people into doing shit. It's just like what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, um, I'm p- curb address painting. Should I put in law? Yeah. Law. Okay. No person shall paint a stencil or a fix. Wait, this is like a law, so it's it, there's a lot of word garbage here. Mm-hmm. Um, or caused to be painted, stenciled, or affixed any house or street address number on any curb. This is rules and regulations of what? This is what I fucking hate about these bolded Google ones. Yeah. I'm going to click on this site. If it is one town, I'm going to be so mad. I hate, dude. I cannot. Oh, it's the city of Los Angeles. So it's actually probably doing a service by the closed oh. one. So it looks like in LA there's absolutely no requirement for that. And wait, are you not supposed to do it? Oh, uh, to any public sh- – without first having obtained a permit to do so. So it sounds like something you need a permit for, but you don't need it in L.A. Yeah, of course, that's the, yeah, that was a good old scam. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be like fucking porch Karen over here, but it's just like I hate that kind of shit. I hate solicitors, and I'm just like, bro, 
pick a not stupid hustle, dude. Well, because usually it takes advantage of people who yeah. are confused, you know, or yeah. like, like elderly people who are like, oh, okay, if that's the new mandate, you know, yeah, like dumb hustle guy. I just I hate that kind of shit. Yeah, if you have a hustle that takes advantage of people and like kind of forces them into paying money, then that's a fucked up hustle. That's no good. Not saying all of them are that because I did see one on TikTok where the guy was just like, hey, we'll paint it with a. Uh, it was in Texas. He's like, we'll do it with a Texas flag. Sure. If you're offering it, you're offering it, but also. Leave some ads around. Don't go to somebody's front door. Yeah. <laughs> just not, like, don't solicit. This yeah. was a guy. He just looks up with the fucking spray paint. Hey, and it's just immediately, like, it's mandated. There's a charge. So I'm doing this, right? Right <laughs> after like, you say no, he fuck goes, out of here. you're not going to support an artist. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you started hearing it from everyone. I, I had these fucking, these other solicitors, these girls come up. They're trying to, I don't know what their scam is, sell me cookies or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, they say it's a mandate or something. Fuck them. Fuck those Slam the door dumb on them. kids, dude. And uh, speaking of the golded, <laughs> the golded Google answers, the bolded Google answers, we've said before, like, uh, I've learned to not trust those nearly as much. And the big one that you can still verify is if you Google how tall is Sven Johnson, the, here's the, so that's from a tweet from you, right? 715? <laughs> that is a Bobby Duke tweet oh. from two years ago. <laughs> and, it, and Google's like, Sven Johnson is 7 it's foot seven 15. Foot 15. Also, I'll say with that solicitor thing, I don't know about you, I feel like the Girl Scouts do get a full pass. I am never not overjoyed at the opportunity to buy Girl Scout cookies. Yes. I will all, always do it. And... I don't want to buy them at the store. I want to su- I want to support the troop, whatever troop it is. Exactly. Respect the troops. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. I, it's a great opportunity to to give them cash in person, and then morally, I feel better. If That's I good. if I buy it at a Walmart, what what does that do for me? Nothing. Nothing. Except uh, I eat a bunch of Samoa cookies. So something. <laughs> a lot of stuff actually. Oh, well, it gives me a lot, but not a lot of good moral feelings. Yeah. Oh well. And with the Girl Scouts too, it's like you have decades of, like, ingrained cultural knowledge of, like, they do this, yeah. you know? Like, by default, 95% of people coming up with business shit. It's like, hey, preemptively get the fuck out of here. Don't come to my house. Go away. I'm going to say something controversial, but it is only my own taste opinion. Yeah. As the years have gone by, not impressed by Thin Mints anymore. I think I think Thin Mints, not even the top two uh, Girl Scout cookies. I think tagalongs, and I'm not fucking it up. It's Samoa cookies, right? Samoas, yeah. I Some think people those, call I think those coconut creams or something. Ah, it, well, what does it say on the box? I mean, I grew up with Samoas in the Midwest. I'm gonna Google it right now. I like gotta know. Coconut dream, dude. Well, first of all, I didn't want to jump on you, but I'm in the same Thin Mint boat here, guy. Dude, people are like, no, you don't get it. Like, oh Put the Thin God. Mints in the freezer. What? So they're harder? Yeah. I don't, and also, I they're don't, not even really harder because ninety percent of it is just cookie that's going to maintain just, the same consistency. It's just colder. It's a mint cookie. Mm, now it's cold, and the mint's hurting my brain. Mm. <laughs> I just and if you like if you like thin mints, fine. But I don't. There's been a hype for thin mints that as a kid I was tricked by. Yes. It's like ooh, thin mints, and then after like year three, I was like, hey, I don't think I like these that much. Yeah. Um. Okay. Girl Scout, uh, okay, Samoas. Let's see if it's on the box. Yeah. Uh, Is that, like, derived from Samoa? Yeah, there's some, uh, actually, oh, I don't know about that. I was saying yeah for the box. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah, the Samoas. 
I think I always really love tagalongs. I think tagalongs have a great consistency to them. Yeah, and I don't like tagalongs, but I would put them in the top three, no question. Because there's more to the, it's a more interesting cook. I was like, there's the peanut butter, there's the wafer, there's the chocolate, there's texture and shit. And I, and I just don't think Thin Mints are doing enough to impress to be. I would say Thin Mints are probably the name for Girl Scout cookies. Probably. Probably. Samoas are popular, but Thin Mints. They got a ring to them. You always hear about them. You do bits. hear about them. You never hear about tagalongs. You know, you don't hear shit about tagalongs anymore. Not in this country. And we just, I think we need to fix that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. What do you if think I, is the worst Girl Scout cookie? I don't know if I've had more than those three, to be really? honest. Which is crazy because, um, my, it. <laughs> Tony will cut it's good that to out. be back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Again, we forget, we don't have etiquette for bumping this table. And here's the thing. I know you're like, why don't you get uh, arms for, for the table? This is also where I eat my food all the time. And if I have podcast yes. arms sticking out, it's you I can't have that. Because where where would I sit? You got podcast arms here? What I'm gonna eat in a little corner? No. They the arms would be coming and trying to take your food. Also, you know, yeah, it's like, here. you know, you have a party, I just got some empty podcast arms sitting there. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Not today, it guy. Looks like a flipped upside down. Uh, first draft of a Boston Dynamics dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, did you see fucking Michael's video? Oh, the piss beer one? Yeah, Michael has a Boston Dynamics robot. Is that legal? I, I mean, he put it in the video. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael, Michael, uh, we talked about when I'm vaccinated, um, getting to see it sometime, and I want to see it so bad because it's the scariest thing in the world to me. For people that don't know what I'm talking about, Michael Reeves is our uh, evil genius friend, and Boston Dynamics robots are those creepy fucking robot dogs you've seen around. The ones that also the standing ones dance, and it's creepy as hell. That is creepy as hell. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't think I have any. Uh, I'm looking at some of these cookies. What <laughs> the fuck if you had a lemon up Dude, in your life? I have had a lemonade though. Wait, so are you just saying the drink or you? No, no, no. Lemonades, the cookie with the with the cream frosting bottom. I feel like I'm looking at an old ad right now. So can I just say I'm on the Girl Scouts website and they got a new uh, cookie <laughs> and I love the name. It's so fucking dumb. Why don't you tell them what the new name of it is? <laughs> Toast yay! <laughs> <laughs> Toast yay! Oh wait, they have s'more cookies? They have s'more cookies? Thin mints. I don't know why they felt like, hey, we need a second lemon cookie. Already one of the most unpopular flavors. Let's make a second variety. I also, one time, I, I think it was a John Stewart. I was looking at a John Stewart clip, and he pronounced it s'mores, which is correct. S'mores? But yeah, like, like he didn't say the full sum. But he pronounced it like it actually is supposed to be. Yeah. I feel like as a society, that word has been around so much, it's just s'mores. That's you know, all it is. It, the apostrophe doesn't exist. It doesn't. Because we all grew up, and as kids, you heard s'mores. And that's it in my brain. If you're if you're taking the pause, pretentious. That's all I'm saying. Yes. You saw it and went, oh, that's the correct language, and everyone around me is wrong, and I'm going to be right. So fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Not, fuck you, John Stewart. But uh, you know what? Fuck you, John Stewart. Fuck you, John Stewart. <laughs> John, why don't you come on this podcast and we'll we'll uh, we'll hash it out together. He's also against deep dish pizza, so I'll punch him in his goddamn face. Good. John would be in that upper echelon of guests where it would be like a Dave Chappelle or someone where I'd be like, I would be probably too intimidated to even. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I would go. Did you know we have the same birthday? 
And wow. he would go, well, oh, cool. And I would go, you're so cool, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still – he would also be one of those guests, much like I'm sure uh, for people who are podcast fans, um, much like T-Pain where people see the photo of the thumbnail and they're like, that's not real. Yeah, I didn't do that. I, I, I guarantee you some people didn't click on it initially because they were like, that's fucking dumb that yeah. they made that up. <laughs> Don't clickbait me, boys. There you go. We did it. <laughs> I've decided, by the way, as the final parting thought, that the worst Girl Scout cookie, don't even at me because you'd just be wasting your time's trefoils, the trefoil shit. It's I don't even know what the... Hey, I've never even heard of what the fuck that is. Don't bother learning. What is it? Though, actually? It's just shortbread. So oh. if you imagine a sugar cookie with zero frosting, zero sprinkles, it's just a Girl Scout cookie and it's stamped with the Girl Scout logo. Do you think it would make Terrible. a decent... Say tea biscuit or not even good for that? Well, let me see here. When I think of a cookie, I don't want the fucking supporting cast to be carrying most (laughs) of the weight. All I'm asking is if in the B team it does well (laughs) or if it's just completely out of here. C squad at best. It is so boring. I will still – I would still consider – uh, uh, Thin Mints, part of the eight. Thin Mints are part of the Avengers, but they're Hawkeye. They're Hawkeye. They're Hawkeye. That's fair. Thin Mints are Hawkeye. (laughs) Tagalongs are Iron Man. Uh, Whoa, ta- oh yeah, I thought you, I got I thought you got confused with the other peanut butter one, which is just trefoil and peanut butter. No, I uh, hmm, I don't know who else. Captain America. There's not enough for these cookies in variety. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough to give it all. Let's get into some preguntas. That's okay. what I want. I want to hear from the fellas. What are my boys saying? Um, guys, by, way, I, by fellas, I mean everyone. Let's yes. say it. it's been a while since we said it in person. When we say boys, when we say fellas, we're talking about everyone. Anyone and everyone can be a boy. That is a term for everyone. Boom. All you got to do is be nice and not be an asshole. That's a pretty That's low bar for entry. Eh? That's actually when we kick you out. We'll, we've only, I wonder if anyone has a running list of who we've decided is not a boy. Because hmm. we have point. made, we've declared that before. We have declared that before. Hmm. Damn. In recent news, David Dobrik slamming his friend into an excavator. Not a boy. Not a boy. Not a boy. And actually, in more recent news before that, pretty much always, never been a boy. <laughs> never been a boy. No, I've not been a lad. Uh, I'll say it. Also, just gauging that. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, all right. So, guys, ask us your uh, questions on Twitter, at uh, Eddie Burback. That's Eddie's handle. And mine is at Gus Bucket. Still not verified. I, Ridiculous. I don't understand point. Twitter's verification shit. I can actually put this out. Uh, and ask everybody now. Here, so here's the thing. You and I know, a yeah. little, little insider secret, that mainly the decision for verification is if there are articles written about you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. That's why journalists can get it immediately because their names are on bottoms or articles that they write. If you are listening to this podcast and you are a journalist, yep. for the love of God, write an article about me. It could be anything. You can interview me about anything. Especially if you work for anything legitimate. I'm around Twitter. I know a couple of journals follow me. Write a stupid fucking article about me. It doesn't have to be front page anywhere. It could be the back of the book as long as it shows up when you search it. That's what I need. Reach out to me. I have to be verified. And if it works, then you can write an article about that. Yep. That's pretty interesting. That's good. You, yeah, take it meta. Talk about common YouTubers are complaining how hard it is to get verified. How meta would that be, dude? Yeah, yep. I was, uh, uh, that was actually a, a suggestion for a video by our, our good uh, friend and manager, Ian. That's a good one. Um, and, but I, I couldn't. I was worried if I broke the rules and it was big in public that Twitter would, would uh, you know. Th- <laughs> yeah. But the podcast a little more low-key. <laughs> a little low-key. Nobody can go directly to my channel and find me saying this unless yeah. I uploaded it directly. It's so, secret over here, guys. Don't tell. So New York Times 
next article. The article is just Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. That Front photo. Page. No no body of the story, <laughs> just Eddie. That's like the war is over thing. It's just Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, uh, th- journalists that are listening, they will be your salvation. And then once you get the verification, they will be your eternal curse. Because <laughs> now every time I tweet fucking anything and I want to be like, first of all, ridiculous that you can't be like i would like to set a follower cap for notify me every time somebody over this threshold oh, follows me i still get notified from them because you know that doesn't change no. i still get notified from those for you know you'll be like oh somebody verified oh they got 300 followers and that doesn't take them away from anything but also i was expecting maybe a youtube person there you go. and it's just somebody in like st louis yeah hey richie thanks for support <laughs> but i didn't need to know about that <laughs> but anyway dude it's fuck yeah it this is going to be my, my, my shitty, posh, first-world problem thing, but there is a t- if you get verified, there's a separate tab for any interaction from any verified account. I'm if, watching from outside the gated community right now, like, buddy. You're not missing a lot. Oh, but there's what? There, <laughs> got one? Dude, the, uh, it's, so it's, if somebody likes your tweet, even if they re- retweet it or whatever, like if they respond to something, if you get tagged in a tweet and some verified account likes that, you're going to get the notification. So now 98% of my fucking verified tab is it'll be like somebody liked your tweet and it'll be like, okay, cool. There's Ronnie Swenson. He's got 200 followers. He's a fucking reporter in Ohio. Not that Ronnie Swenson shouldn't be verified. This is what I want to stress, by the way, guys. We're not saying, oh, they have a low follower account. That we're using Twitter for people that we know. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is I'm not looking like, oh, this is just a guy in St. Louis. It's just a guy in St. Louis. That's not. I'm not yes. saying he doesn't mean anything. I'm saying I was thinking, oh, is this like one of our mutual friends? Is that why I'm getting something? Mm-hmm. No. And it's all journalists. I made a fucking sketch about it. It's all journalists because it's the easiest fucking thing. You work for a news network and they don't care if you have two followers. They'll be like, yeah, let's verify that guy. We got to keep it positive though so they write an article about it. We love guys, our journalists. So the news and the free press is so good. <laughs> it's my favorite press. <laughs> favorite species of press. It's a free one. Anyway, um, at, Arif, at Arif the Fox says... A, uh, if you have a favorite style, I'm going to just rephrase it so it sounds a little. Uh, what's your favorite style of animation in film? Ooh, I don't know. Because I, th- I really loved, uh, especially Spider-Verse, which is newer, looked yeah. so fucking cool. And I think especially because it's new, it looked awesome. But style of animation, I guess, like, what would you just say? Like, Pixar? Like, I don't know. What, what style do they... Yeah, I don't know. Like, Miyazaki was cool. Oh, yeah, that's top tier. That's Pretty damn good. I can't decide between those. I don't want to match up. Though. It's a great question of, like, what our favorite is. Yeah. But usually, you know with me, if you're asking me a favorite movie or game thing, I'm like, my brain breaks. I can't pick a favorite. Oh, yeah, dude. You know what? There's a couple online animators whose styles I really fucking love. Felix Colgrave is obviously S-tier. Uh, and he does the, you know that big Double King video that gets Oh, yeah. yeah. No, of course. Oh, yeah. God, Fantastic. And then there's one, there's a person called Jamie R. And oh, I would love to work with them at some point. But they're, they just do like these most, these grotesque fucking in depth. Like they did the one that you might see on like r slash thanks I hated or whatever a lot of like the two birds with the tongues. Yeah, and, you showed me oh, a lot oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That'd be prime for a music video, wouldn't that? Uh, also a real disturbing one. A little disturbing one. We're making out with some birds. So that's my answers. Um, at, Summer all day, a couple of Y's in there, says, 
This is a disagreement, Eddie. Okay. I'm, dude, oh, wait, is this our first disagreement back? It is. Okay. Got to Yeah, stretch it out. Let's go. I forgot how to agree with people. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know, if you got a disagreement, if it's a marital issue, send it in. We'll fix that. And I got to say, like I always do, mm-hmm. None of the none of the dumb food ones. No dumb food. I want ones. I want to hear if somebody pours OJ into their cereal. That I want to hear about that. Yes. You know, if some if you you you're like me and my friend were thinking, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I will murder you, guys. I will kill you. <laughs> I will take you and I will throw you off a cliff. And before you hit the ground, I will flash run to the bottom and punch you back up in the air, catch you, and then throw you on the ground back up at the safety just so you experience the pain and the fear. Was there a, a hyphen after flash or was there a comma after flash? So, like, I will flash, comma, ah, run, or, like, flash Very run. interesting. Now that I'm being given the choice, both. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if the flash, right before leaving a scene, just, like, like showed his dick for a second, just like. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that if if you had like one of those like black magic cameras and the flash took off and he's fully naked, do you think that his wiener would would do the thing like in cartoons of like when a dog's tongue runs off and it goes like dog's gone. <laughs> <laughs> would Why would it stay in place? It's static. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the disagreement. Um, so anyway, uh, Summer All Day asks, I do all the laundry, and my fiancé thinks it's my responsibility to empty out his work pants pockets. Shouldn't it be his responsibility to empty them out when he takes them off? I don't have time to go through every single pair of pants. Help, please. I will kill your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, you do all the laundry. I really, really hope he's doing the all of something else. Mm-hmm. Because if he ain't doing all this something else, you need to burn those work pants. Yeah, do it. Uh, I yeah, I, it's it's definitely his responsibility before taking the pants off. I to, will I will go so far to say that if you have even a semi communal laundry bin, anybody should like by default if you're putting it in there, take empty your pockets every fucking time. Yeah, dude. and and if for him it's a simple fix. If he goes, huh, you know, my fiance is is uh, taking my clothes off the ground and washing them. Maybe I didn't want to wash them, but she is doing all the laundry. Take it out of your pockets. Boom. Somebody's washing your clothes for you. That's easy. Take the shit out of your pockets. Do it. I will say, I'm going to bring up a brief and rare spousal disagreement. Sabrina is wonderful in every way. I'm already, (laughs) I've done this for you before. Are you sure you want to continue? Upon advice of counsel, I've made the decision to continue. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go for it. Nobody go fucking give Sabrina any shit about this, but it is almost as if it is a career goal of hers to put as many things in her pants pockets and throw them in the wash as possible. Wait, so you're saying um, she's washing them, though? I'm washing them. Oh, okay. Are you catching them? Or you? I am catching most of them, and I go. But you're having this exact problem, and it's every time. I was like, you have to empty your pockets, and then I will tell her that, and then search all the pants, and I'll finish a load, and I'll be like, there is eleven bobby pins in here. There's two tubes of chapstick. What the fuck is going on? Bobby pins are no consequence, though, right? Those are no consequence, but they're irritating. Chapstick, chapstick, lipstick, SD cards. What even happens with chapstick if it goes through the? 
I've had some be okay and usable. Usually it just gets sucked into the cap because it gets all melted in the hot water and shit if you're washing it on hot or especially in the dryer and it'll like get all gooey in the cap and stuff. But even if it's a bobby pin, I'll still get bug bite even though there's no consequence because I'm like, don't clean your pockets out, dude. You know what's the absolute nightmare? Is uh, washing gum in your pockets. You oh, ever done yeah, that by dude, accident? That's a fucking nightmare. It gets on everything. I, uh, How does it dry harder than it was ever? Too? I don't know. One time there was uh, gum in my uh, shorts when I was maybe like 12. I might have told this on the podcast, but it's been a long fucking time, so whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I had gum like so bad with the pocket that my mom was like, Are we just if you want to keep these shorts, we just got to cut that bit of the pocket out. Mm-hmm. Just try not to use that pocket. Yeah. I was like, got it. And then right when I said got it, much like things in that pocket, gone. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to – I forgot I was wearing these shorts. And I went to a White Sox game with Tony, my childhood friend John, and his dad. Um, I had never been to a White Sox game before. Also, I want to say before, the, the stadium for the White Sox, by the way – my family's a Cubs family. I was huge on baseball growing up. I'm not huge now, but I'm, I just want to state I'm not a White Sox fan. Go Cubbies. Go Cubbies. That's on my keys. I got to go. Actually, I've mentioned that on the podcast <laughs> before. Um, so I'm trying to figure out the name of it. Tony told me this. Uh, so the old name of the stadium for uh, or the, the baseball field was U.S. Cellular Field for mm-hmm. the White Sox. The new name is guaranteed rate field. So that's just a heartbreaker, huh? That's really bad. Like, obviously, it's a whole, it's got to be a brand, but guaranteed, U.S. Cellular, even though it's a phone company, that just sounds cool. Is it still a U.S. Cellular-owned stadium? I, no. It passed, I believe, to the company Guaranteed Rate. Oh, that's a company name? I thought I that believe was a slogan. So. I believe so. So it is now Guaranteed Rate Field. That oh does God. not roll off the tongue. Oh, I hate that even so a much. Bit. I feel like they shouldn't have even chose, chosen field. Maybe something else. Yeah. I feel like even stadium sounds. Guaranteed rate stadium. Uh, <sighs> center. Guaranteed rate. No, none of them GRC. sound good. Center sounds better than field, though. It does, but it only sounds less bad. It doesn't sound good. But actually, do you? does everyone say field for, for baseball diamonds? I don't know. Target field, Wrigley field. <laughs> so much silence there. Where? Wait. Where? Even, oh yeah. So back to the story. Yeah. We're going to to a Sox game. Um, I got my little ticky in my hand, mm-hmm. and we're walking, and uh, we get past some like two security checkpoints. We're showing our tickets. We get up to where uh, we are at the final security bit, which is near the seating, and I realize, oh my god, I put it in the pocket with the hole. Oh, I no. don't have a ticket. We're in the middle of the security checkpoints. What do I do? I'm 12, and I'm like, I got to go check. I walk back. I'm looking. I can't find it. I'm panicked. Uh, John's dad walks over. He goes, hey, I got this. He, the security guy had seen me freak out about it. He is walking with me. He picks up his own ticket, goes, we found it, walks past him. Oh, smooth, so smooth. Like, a hundred percent confidence because oh. he didn't even go to show it he just had me and he like he was just like chewing me along we found it and oh. the guy goes oh and it was just like wow oh, what a move hero I, th- I think about that move at least once a week that's some good shit. i hope i can do at least one thing like that once when we go oh, back to normal man. that it's, is so cool it's always to in a safe way finesse a system yeah i know we both love that it's great and so i want to i want to finesse something like that in the future 
Also, I'm of the opinion, and I will not claim this as my own, my friend Ryan, who's an avid baseball fan, uh, brought this to my attention and apparently has been gaining some traction in the sports world. I think that baseball tickets should be free. That's huh. not even where they make most of their fucking money. It's in the fucking concessions and the promotions and huh. shit. Think about it. You, everyone would always be there. Pack stadiums all the time. People There's... would be willing to spend more money on concessions. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't complain as much about the concessions being expensive. Yeah, make them fucking free. Or at least, why not have tickets that are like 5 to 20 bucks? You would pack those fuckers up. Yeah. Like, you and me, even, we've been out here almost three years. If tickets were like 5 bucks, would we not have probably been to 2 to 4 Dodgers games oh, already? Dude, we would have been to 10. Are you kidding me? Probably would have spent hundreds of bucks at that stadium already. Yeah, also, I will say, here's my, my little vaccine idea. Because yeah. one thing I'll say... Get vaccinated if you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Please get do your part if you're if you're somebody who's like, oh, I'll do it later. Please do it as soon as possible. Um, if you want to get more people vaccinated, Tony was telling me there's a vaccine center uh, like across the street from from Wrigley, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, uh, Wrigley Field uh, for people who are unaware. Uh, famous, you know, Cubs uh, uh, park. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have a center right there. What if they were like, hey, if you get vaccinated? In during this week, uh, and you sign up for this program, we will have a 100% vaccinated Ooh. game for free if you registered like through that program. Oh, that'd be a good idea. And they still sell concessions and everything. Like nuts. What, why, are, why aren't there more incentive things for vaccines? People should be getting free stuff for getting vaccinated. The only thing I've heard of is the jabs for joints thing that some places are Which doing. Which was like a pop-up thing, yeah. right, in New York, where they were just giving joints to people and who now, got vaccinated. And everyone's heard about that now. Yeah. So it's like, do that with fucking big IPs. Do it with a sports team and shit. I, the... the I mean, I, I'm sure a small uh, small portion of the population would be very upset about it. But for mm-hmm. most people, that initiative would be a real fun thing. Mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme did it. I don't know why I cracked so much. I Krispy Kreme. They like some Krispy Kreme. I was really emotional about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Krispy Kreme had it. So that there you go. I don't want. I mean, I'll say it. I'll give their their brand name a, a mention for doing that. Good yeah. on you. I want to see more of it. More guys. Also, if anyone from Wrigley is paying attention, I don't live in L or I don't live in Chicago, but. Give me season tickets. That'd be a good idea. Just because I want it. I want it. That's it. Then call Target Field and tell them to give me season tickets because I live closer to that. It's Target Field and and what what team is it? It's the Twins. Twins, yeah. Yeah. uh, That's a good name, though. Yeah, Target Field's good. Target Field. It's fucking beautiful there, too. Just, yeah, guaranteed right. It's like, is there... I was about to say this is a joke, but I think there might be. I think there's a Quicken Loans field. Oh, no. Let me look that up. I hate that. That's got to be for something. I hate that. I know. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying that. Is there is there a stadium for it? Maybe there's not. Um, is there a TurboTax field? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is here. Uh, or there, there's probably a TurboTax field. We'll look it up later. Hey, Whatever. Eddie, how's about maybe we open a little piece of... We got to that disagreement, right? We did get to that. Well, oh, he was the, the laundry, right? Yeah, take the shit out of your pockets, you fucking yeah. maniac. Oh, oh, we had to cut something out. Yay. Sorry. Sorry. I okay. showed my entire butt cheek on camera again. Yep. So that's what happened. Right after the right after the Ming Dingling joke, he said, <laughs> You wanna see what a real man looks like? And good. then he showed me his ass cheeks, which mm-hmm. was weird. You'd think it would be the other side. Exactly. Um, okay, what do we got here? Where's this one from? This one is from uh, wait, hold up. This one is from Michigan. I don't see a name. Oh. Oh, there it is. United States Postal Service. That's a weird name. That's it. 
Sounds like uh, public storage to me. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be inclined to agree with you there, uh, guy. Okay. You want to read this? Let's take a uh, peek Unless seat. it says don't read on the podcast. Okay. All righty. Hey, you're handsome boys. I've been listening to your podcast from the start, and I thought it was about time you had a Bossa Nova slash Elevator Muzak version of the podcast intro. Ooh. Do- oh, it's on a tape? It's on a tape. We also got this CD. Holy shit. So I went full gamer mode, and I made one myself. I sent along a tape recorder so you can play it on the podcast. It's in, in its full lo-fi wait, noisy is glory. Is the battery going to work? Interesting. Let's see. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. First, where's... Is there... Okay, we got... I had to send it in an empty SAID album case since it was the only CD case I could find. Oh, cool. Is there power for it, or do I just click play? I have no idea how that works. Okay, so there's clearly not power for it. But... What kind of batteries does it take? Wait, hold up. Um, I don't know. Wait, so here, here's the volume. Um, uh, forgive us for, for the, um, the more uh, people who got more years on their belt for us. We're, we're boys that did not have to, to deal with this era. I'll say it. Our belts are very unladen with years. Dude, I uh, – wait, hold up. Where the fuck is the power on this thing? I see tape speed. Oh, do you plug it in? Oh, I don't know. Is there a battery slot on yeah, that? Yeah, there's a, there's batteries right here. There's batteries in here. Oh, you want to see here. something? What's up? A little dad, little dad trick here. Wait. <laughs> this is so cool. vibe of a male right there and then also okay so can i rewind back does it make a noise all right i'm rewinding it back and i guarantee you for the outro i will i will play this in its entirety because that's just cool as fuck that's a great idea oh my god dude that's fucking awesome wait who's did they say their name yes it was logan g logan that is such a elaborate cool package that is like just such a fun treat to be like we got a tape from someone check that out oh man Thank God we're not live, though, because somebody could just put anything on that That's table. true, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's it for mail! <sighs> I think, no, that's it, for, uh, that's it for all of it. All right, you want to mash that little Walkman guy and play us off? Yeah, I was thinking more of an, of an abrupt ending. I forgot that I was just going to get the audio for it. So then it just sounded like a casual me going, I think that's it for all of it. Oh, shit. But anyways, um, fuck you, bye. And then I'll get the audio for Damn. it. All right. Hold up. Okay, so there's clearly not power for it. But. Was there a recording? Wait. Really quick. What up? Let's keep this in the podcast really quick. So we accidentally recorded, but it created a super cool intro to the podcast of us talking. Here. Oh.
That is so That's cool. Nice.